All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. All right, what is going on? We're doing this live right here on Rockfin. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid. This is the Infinite Fringe. And I'm live here with a good friend. It's been a while since we've had this gentleman on the fringe. It's not his first time. He's been here before. He knows the way around the territory, chopping down the woods. He knows where I hide all the stuff. And why Patriot is here, ladies and gents. What is going on, buddy? What's going on, brother? Thank you, How you for doing? having me on. I'm doing very well, and I'm totally excited to come back on your show again. Like oh, you said, it's been a while, and we always have a good time. So happy to have you. Hell yeah! Yeah. Um, uh, a fellow New Yorker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which you know what? Like, so many people that I've met in the alternative media that I consider like good friends at this point, they're all over the freaking world, right? And I've never seen them. You are right here. I have yeah, no like excuse. a half hour away from you. Right. I have no excuse. So we need to get this done. We need to get this done. We need to go out and, and figure this out. Uh, and uh, I got some stuff to fill you in on anyway. So we'll talk off air and, and, and we'll figure something out. But you're here. Dude, tell us, man, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? Tell the people. Oh, I'm still working on my NY Patriot show. I still have that. I still have the occult rejects. Uh, mm -hmm. Really, uh, on my show, I'm starting to uh, cover a little bit more topics on my uh, on my own as well. So uh, I am starting to try to get into more of like decoding occultism on my show instead of having guests as much. Mm -hmm. And the same thing still going for the occult rejects. We're still like either, you know, bringing on guests to cover like in length or in depth. Series. So it's still still the same thing. Well, luckily, let, let, let's get some practice. Right. We're going to yeah. be covering the occult here tonight or today, this morning, yeah. I should say. It is it is Valentine's Day. Yes. I wanted, I wanted to play I Want to Be Your Lover by Prince for all the ladies out there, but I'd get hit with a copyright strike. So I'm not going to do it. And I couldn't find a cover that I liked. Uh, but but that's I, I send that to my wife every year. I Want to Be Your Lover by Prince. It's the greatest song ever. That's if, funny. I actually bring his name up in my notes. Re really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the, the the song that I just played. Oh no, Prince himself. Right, I know that the, the <laughs> song that I just played is Prince. It's Muse covering Prince. Sign of the oh, Times. I, okay. I love that track. So uh, I asked NY Patriot to come on the show. I hit him up, and I was like, "Hey, listen, uh, you hear this nonsense going on at the Grammys, right?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it, it, my, my phone blew up at everything. Everybody was telling me, "Did you watch? Did you see this? Did you see this?" I didn't. I've been divorced from from uh, pop culture, uh, largely for a long time now. Uh, I haven't seen the Grammys. They have nothing to offer me. I didn't know who they were until I, I was told. Uh, you know, did you see their performance? I'm like, who's Sam Smith and Kim Petra? I, didn't know I still don't know who Kim Petra is. No idea. 
No idea who that is. Like, I just know right. that. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I know who Sam Smith is, you know, but um, apparently the dude put on an entire satanic ritual on stage. And some people will say it's not a satanic ritual. It's just people uh, getting on stage, acting. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up. Let's talk about it. You know, people on stage acting, doing whatever. And other people would say, hey, that is a full-blown satanic ritual being carried out on worldwide television in front of a worldwide audience you know and and they talk about how the shock value of something like this for a a, a star right quote unquote a celebrity like sam smith he wants to stir the pot right and he wants people talking about him and going to check out the performance and check out the song at the same time i think the song is straight shit to be honest with you <laughs> I thought the performance was crap also. I mean, I mean, besides the visuals, which was we're going to get into, him actually singing sounded like crap, in my opinion. I don't know. Oh, that. yeah. He, I, yo, that was one thing I did even notice. And, like, again, like I said, I really don't know who this guy was, but I was like, yo, this dude sounds like trash. <laughs> I was like, he has to be one of those artists that they throw his vocals through all these programs to actually right, sing. Right, because, right, I, I mean, I was like, this guy has a good voice. Right. He has a good voice. Like, so why does he? Well, at least I thought he had a good voice. Mm. So why does he sound like this? Well, hey, well, we're about to get into it. So I I, I, I put in a request, literally. I hit my boy up. I was like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. I'm chilling. I'm getting ready for the show, doing this, that, mm -hmm. and the other. I'm like, did you see the Grammys? And he's like, nah, I don't watch that crap. <laughs> but uh, and I told him, I'm like, listen, there's this whole thing that's going on about, you know, Sam Smith and his performance. You think you could break this down for me? And he's like, absolutely. You know, so here he is, the dude himself. He 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 put himself through torture to bring you this information. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. NY Patriot. I'm going to hand it over to you. Take it away. Thank you. Thank you again so much for uh, giving me the chance to do this, because I was even like, oh, my God, this really is like something that I thought that there may have been a lot of uh, over dramaticism about it. You know, uh, yeah. I'm actually realizing myself, it is, it is a very, I think a very detailed thing that you're watching. Mm. Um, one thing I do want to bring up real quick, and it's because of something you said before, uh, I even need to remind myself. And I think other witches and magicians that are out there saying that this wasn't anything, which I was one of them at one point, needs to remember this part in it's called magic in theory and practice by alistair crowley hmm. he talks about the three different ways of doing rituals the third method is the dramatic perhaps the most attractive of all certainly it is so to the artist's temperament for it appeals to his imagination through his aesthetic sense its disadvantage lies principally in the difficulty of it being uh, of its performance by a single person so what he's saying right here in the in this third and the most suggested and most powerful way of doing a ritual is doing it as a play with multiple people. Damn. So people who are saying that just because there isn't sigils, just because there isn't this and you don't see an LBRP or a hexagram ritual before they start the show does not mean this is not a ritual we're watching. You know, I'm, I'm people Marina. need to realize that. <laughs> Right. Marina Abramovich said something very similar. Uh, she's the, the, the woman, uh, witch, whatever you want to call her, yeah. that's responsible for the spirit cooking, right, that took off with the Podesta emails, right? And that's how she became uh, famous or she got thrust into the mainstream of alternative culture. 
right? And uh, you look her up and she does all types of crazy oh, crap, right? Yeah. And all the celebrities are into her, you know, Jay-Z, Lady Gaga, you know, um, the Podestas, Hillary Clinton, doing all types of crazy crap. And she she literally said what you said in one of her videos. She's all over YouTube. You can find her and and just just dig dig a little deeper and you and you'll hear it. And she said, like, uh, you know, um, it's performance art when it's performance art. And for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, it's a ritual. I mean, he even said in there, the artist. Right. That's what we call these people. Right. Go ahead. Take it away, sir. It's all right. Uh, so I just wanted to bring that up for the people that may say that this is not anything. Just you know, think about that for a little bit. Uh, before the show even started, because I, I had to download the, the video, I actually ripped it off a pirate base so I could watch it. <laughs> and I'm like skimming through it. Cause I'm, I'm like, I'm not watching this whole thing for a three minute part. So like, as I'm, I don't, skimming, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> right? So as I'm skimming through it, right. I am like just seeing, like, I'm just clicking literally on the bottom of the thing and I'm seeing like snapshots of stuff. And I happened like my I, I just happened to realize that right before I came up to the performance, I saw a snapshot of what looked like um, I hate to say it, but I was right anyway. It looked like a lesbian. And then I saw a snapshot of Madonna. Right. So I was like, let me go back and let me actually check leading up to this performance as well, because in the performance, a lot of people are acting out, uh, pointing out the sexuality about it. Right. And I was like, I just saw a lesbian and I just saw a Madonna. So let me go back because these are both things, in my opinion, that are tying to sex again. <laughs> right. So uh, the first one was like I, all these fans that are sitting at a table talking about who they think is going to win some certain award. One guy says he thinks it's, uh, somebody says he thinks it's going to be Lizzo. Some chicks, uh, somebody says Adele, then Carlisle, something or somebody. And the, re the last person that's going on, they're talking about how the reason that they think they should get the award is because of how much they've done in the LBGTQ, WRX community. Right. So now we're already getting hit with weird, not, I don't want to say weird, but just uh, something in sexuality that's off in my opinion. Okay. You know, so you have that and then they bring out Madonna and then Madonna, in my opinion, and maybe you'll understand this because you were probably around the same age. Even for me, like I didn't find Madonna attractive, but as a younger kid or a younger man, it was known that she was a sex symbol, in my opinion. Anyway, she had scandalous stuff about her. Right, 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 even in the past. So, in my opinion, like we're already being primed up for like sexual stuff in our face before we even get to that performance, just by the things that are being said and the people in our, in our face. Sexuality is already getting revved up before right. the performance. Um. So yeah, I just want to make sure. Uh, I'm gonna skip over some things that I think might be a little bit too deep and weird. <laughs> Bring them up later, though. Don't do. I, yeah, I want, yeah, 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 yeah. I want yeah. the whole deal. Go ahead. Um, some things I just did want to uh, mention real quick also about these uh, their names. I didn't go too crazy with Dramatria, but I because I, that could have turned into a whole other episode itself. Just playing with numbers where you can go from there. So I did some simple basic stuff. Kim Petra. Kim itself in simple Dramatria is 33. Uh, Petra is 60. And then if you put them both together in simple gematria, now you get 93. So now just with her name, you get a 33 and a 93. Masons and Thelema, in my opinion. Wow, okay. And, and, and for those people who don't know, Kim Petra was the, the, the person that uh, shared the stage with Sam Smith. I have no idea who she is beyond the context of this performance. Yeah. And uh, that may not even be her real name. 
Mm-hmm. They know how people change their name. So that there may be some type of intent there. Yes, I think. Just throwing it out there. Go ahead, sir. And even like her name, people can like can Google Petra. It is like a place in another country. Like even that name itself could even start maybe going back to occultism. I didn't want to dig deep into that. I wanted to try to stay more on the performance. So I just did that quick stuff. Uh, the one thing. Oh, and then Sam, Sam Smith. Sam again, just Sam alone, 33. Hmm. Simple so even the name Sam goes with 33. Right. Smith, 69. <laughs> now you may be like, eh, whatever, maybe, you know, whatever, weird. 69 could also look like cancer symbol. That's true. Never What's thought of that, right? What's the at the top of the Mason's pillars? What's that? Keystone, the keystone on the top of the Masonic pillars. Right. Always have the cancer sign on it. Hmm. That is the keystone of, you know, crossing into the abyss. Right. So in my, in my opinion, you got Sam 33, and then you got, you know, that could be the keystone maybe. I don't know. So I just found that to be some very weird stuff just with their names off the bat already. Very interesting coincidences, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, sir. I even want people to sometimes you could even take and I take people's like first letters of their names. And sometimes I even think uh, the, you know, the first name and last name, not to push it in a certain direction, but I would also even question uh, Sam Smith with the SS. Mm. Um, not to, is it right? Is it right if I say Nazi on here? I mean, it's right. Do, do, do it. Yeah. Uh, so, in my opinion, not to get too much into it, I think, you know, we even have Nazis over in Ukraine. That's just my opinion. We have a lot of symbolism that is even pointing towards like beast stuff. So I do even question like, does the SS have something to do with that? Or even I think more than likely could even be the snakes on the caduceus. You just have to flip one of the S's and then it looks like the snakes wrapping around the caduceus. Can we talk about that later? Let's bring that yeah. up. Cause yeah. I, I resonate. I do actually go back to that again in here. All right, good. I, I, I resonate with that symbol. Right. It's it's always fascinated me. Uh, The infinite fringe symbol is that, you know, in in, in a a different uh, a different incarnation of it, the the yin yang. But it's the the snakes that, you know, the whole deal. Right. So I I, I've always resonated with that symbol. I want to talk to you about it. I don't want to take the conversation somewhere else yet. Why don't you keep going? So if I forget, please remind me. Okay. And if, if not, I'll hit you up after the fact. Anyway, go ahead. All right, so yeah, I was even thinking, could it even represent the Caduceus? And that would go back to Toth or Raphael or Hermes and Mercury. Remember all that because I'm going to go back to that again yeah. also. There's a lot of things I'm going to jump around with and come back. Um, this is going to be highly just based on Kabbalah and Tarot. Mm. So if anybody else has covered this topic, for one, I can, I'll tell you I did not listen to anybody else's breakdown. So this is right. all just me. I try to do that anyway, just to keep it authentic. And uh, normally, in my opinion, and I'm not being cocky or patting myself on the back, you have a lot of armchair magicians telling people what occultism is. Um, they may be doing it uh, their nicest way and, and you know, well-meaned, you know, not in a bad way. Right. But there is a lot of stuff out there that's being stamped as truth that is, I'm sorry, in my opinion, completely wrong. I completely so agree. This, this show may even sound very completely different. From how other people break it down. Well, that's how we like it. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it even starts off at first, and I'm going to try to like watch it with the volume off just to kind of like so it's like clear in front of my mind. And plus, like I was even telling you, I was going over it again, and I was like oh, more stuff, and I like didn't even see the the first time. Right, right. Because I only watched it once. Actually, <laughs> it took me a whole day going through it and taking notes and stopping. But we commend you. Yeah. It starts off now with a black background. 
and then seven red slits like in front of that. Right. Now, when you're when you're looking at the tree of life in the Kabbalah, you have the right pillar and the left pillar. The left pillar is uh, this first sphere is black and the second sphere is red. You're starting content. The left pillar is all about putting things into form and bringing it into this reality. So we're already seeing Saturn, Mars, or Binah, and Gabor. We're already seeing those spheres on the same pillar show up here. And then, in my opinion, even looking at the stage, this could be just, you know, the way it looks. But even with the stairs and the red lights, it almost looks like a red wave. Hmm. Or like red water, like spilling out. I could just look that way. I could be making something out of nothing. Right. But so like I automatically or, you know, I see the seven slits, which I even wanted to bring up. Uh, if people can think of Mother Mary, uh, sometimes an older, really old art of her, you will see her uh, depicted with a heart on her chest, sometimes with seven swords going through. That would be a very good depiction in Catholicism and Gnosticism to use for Bina, which would be the black sphere. That would be like the mother of uh, the, 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 the grandmother of all divinity, you know, the, the divine feminine energy, like the top, top one she would fall there and sometimes it has seven hordes and uh, seven uh swords to her heart and this is so i'm even wondering if these are like the slits showing that right here right, going right. into Bina. you know Bina is the name of of this entity that you're talking about. uh it's the the top sphere on the left hand pillar of the tree of life in kabbalah okay it's associated with saturn uh my opinion that sphere is also the sphere that shows you coming into reality or crossing into the abyss all right that is the first sphere of the supernal triad. That's the spirit world beyond physical reality. That's where the black sphere is like the last part of that. Right. Well, there was a lot going on in that one area. So I, I do think as we're seeing right now, it's like almost showing us the manifestation of the performance that's going to happen. We're already seeing that done with the seven slits and the colors that they're using. To me, that's what I see as a magician. Right. I could be totally wrong. Uh, I could be writing a better ritual than they did for them for right now. I don't know, but well, you know um, what the thing is, right? Like, I mean, I was asked if you know if Sam Smith came up with this on his own, oh. if this was his idea. No, I mean, in my opinion, you tell me if it's different, NY Patriot. But in my opinion, no, it's that's not the case. He has people behind him that come up with this and do all of these things, right? Uh, he just goes along to get along, right? Uh, whatever they want him to do, he's going to do. Hey, put your put your uh, hand over your eye. Okay, why am I doing that? I don't know. They're telling me to do it, so I do it. Whatever. <laughs> he, he may know a little more. Maybe I'm not giving him too much credit, but that's not the point. The point is the people that are organizing this, they may very well be tuned in to some occult concepts that they want to interject uh, into the minds of people via this medium. That's yes. very possible. That's what we're putting out here right now. Go ahead. And, yes, and I even want to add to that uh, one. I yeah, I don't think that me, they may not all know what's going on, but mm -hmm. like even another thing that I mentioned before, you have people saying, "Oh, I didn't see any actual technical symbols and this and that." How do you know what those lights are drawing? How do you know what those people's movements are doing? Hmm. What their feet are making on the floor? Right. They could be drawing things, just not in the. People get stuck with this idea of like inside their house or their small little apartment of their little altar that they have. You have that because that's all you can afford. <laughs> or maybe that's all you know. Right. These people have like carte blanche to like here, have at it. 
Yeah. So you are, some people I think are stuck at like the means that they have to express their ritual and not the means of other people. Right. So this could be, uh, it could be multiple people. It could be a whole bunch of people putting this on. And like you're saying, the performance artists may not even know fully exactly what's going on. Right. Um, like I was saying before, real quick, just to mention it again, black would be Saturn. That is the mind, thoughts, archetypes, vibrations. That's thoughts. That's before you're even uh, coming into form, before even a blueprint. If you can think about that, it's a good way to explain it. It's the thought before you start writing down on the paper. Right. So that is kind of Bina. Mars is more of coming into the physical being, coming into form, red, blood, flesh. You're starting to come being birthed into this reality in a sense. We have that showing, and then a, a white circle pops up. And uh, that fills up with uh, 10 red robes, which mm. I thought was interesting because there is 10 spheres in the Tree of Life. Okay. So I didn't know, you know if maybe that had something to do with it. And they all have black hair. Now, regardless, my opinion, you're just still seeing a, a reflection of what I was just explaining before. Right. Black background with the red again. You have that around him for some reason. Um, then the beginning lyrics. I'm going to skip to when he finally starts talking. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, you know, maybe I should pull up uh, the Sam Smith uh, lyrics too, just to make sure I don't screw these up. Here but, we go. Uh, We're going to get Sam Smith lyrics. This is not for the faint of heart, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Right? So get ready. Yes. No, <laughs> I find shit, which. In in which case you you'll be fine. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> now again, I'm going by what these lyrics say. Maybe he didn't say "mummy" because the lyrics do start "mu." Maybe he says "mommy." Um, to me, believe it or not, that can make a little bit of a difference of what values you're starting to use. Because um, another thing people need to understand: the English language is basically sigils and a deeply occulted language in itself. Letters mean things. They go back to neither like directions of energy, wavelengths, parts of planetary sigils. I mean, it's it's deeply occulted in my opinion, yeah. actually. So changing of little letters, like a perfect example is go listen to what Santos Bonacci talks about. Ooh. When it comes to, you know, he'll he's showing you right there. All this stuff is, it's all magic in itself, I think. It's all sound and vibrations. Mm. He says, mummy don't know daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something unholy. Well, I was just saying, in my opinion, what you're starting to see is the body or the, it's starting to manifest. Right. I just said that the, the, the Gaborah would be flesh, blood. So I do find it interesting that there's a Mars is associated with Gaborah. That's fire. So now with the red color, this guy's even saying it's getting hot and he's at the body shop. He's manifesting into reality right now, mm. in my opinion. With right. what's going on in the stage and what he's saying. Um, even with the, the you, um, mummy, in my opinion, and the you, why I think you is being used in the lyrics. Like I said, I don't know if he's saying it that way in the show. The you does, in my opinion, show the cup that the Scarlet Whore is holding. That is a receptacle. Mm -hmm. You can pour liquid into it and it will hold it into form. You pour water into it and it will stay in form. It does not spill out. Got it. it is a little bit better than a circle because there is a way out, but it's not much farther into form. You know, it's getting pretty close to form because it's not a circle anymore. Right. It does have the top removed. So there is a chance of still getting out, 
which is what I think Aquarius is actually showing when he's spilling the bucket of water out. He is spilling the water out from the cup. Technically. Right. Okay. Um, so I, I do find it interesting that he's saying mummy. So I think he is kind of referring in a sense to the Scarlet War, even in the song, you know, and I think he's starting to talk about both energies right now doing something male and female. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. Sorry. Just going to check the notes um, real quick, just to let people know when I start talking about different energies and stuff. So maybe it makes things a little bit easier to try to understand if you have no idea what I'm talking about with the Kabbalah, the male would be projective energy, shooting out um, speech. It's flying out of my mouth right now. It's not in my physical body anymore. It's not in form. You can't even see it. Right. That would be male projective energy. Uh, sight. I mean, everything gives off vibrations and light. Uh, the, the light coming off of a light bulb, that would be male projective energy. Uh, Luciferian, you know, it's light being projected. Um, so that could be male. Um, I think it even goes down to electricity would be male projective energy. And then the feminine side would be almost like a magnet. You know what I'm saying? That's going to pull something towards it. Um, and it's also putting everything into form. The left pillar is all about first. It starts off with the thoughts being put into form in the mind, then the body coming into form and then the sexual identity coming into form. And then you get birthed out into this plane of reality. My opinion, that's what you're seeing in the tree of life on that side. Wow. So just trying to give people a breakdown of how I'm going into this. You know what I'm saying? Just to make it right. a little easier for people. So now uh, looking at him right away when he goes to start off, I also did notice that he has an anchor earring. Now that is a very nautical symbol. You're being anchored to the earth. Uh, it's showing water you know, water, and then the anchor kind of like locks you down. You're not going anywhere. As crazy as that sounds, I do think that is uh, used in occultism. I was even actually, believe it or not, uncomfortable having the occult rejects on anchor and switched it over to Spreaker because I just don't like that logo because of what I think it means. Right. right. So uh, I, I do think, you know, it was just coincidental that he had that maybe. I don't know. Um it's very much of a grounding symbol, in my opinion. Uh, like, again, I said, it's, it's associated with water. And like, it's like the weight of the world is holding you down, in my opinion. Um, then he also has a dog collar on, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know if you've seen that. If you oh, absolutely. It's probably a dog collar. This guy's been known to do stuff like that. He just did it like two days ago or something at the, at the British Awards. Yes. Anyway, so go ahead. Dogs and hounds barking are highly known as side effects sometimes for rituals, especially the abramelin are ones when you're dealing with your holy guardian angel or trying to cross over in the abyss. Sometimes hearing a barking dog or dogs are known as like supposedly popping up, almost like it's like some paranormal side effect from the ritual actually working. So I'm wondering if there was even anything to do with that. But there is other things with dogs that I think is very important when it comes to magic. When it comes to words, again, I'll reference Santos Bonacci. He will tell you up and down, need to read backwards. So God is even there when you see dog. Um, there is times on the tarot card, especially the moon card, which I think I will probably come back to in this. Uh, you will see two pillars and a stream of water coming down the middle. And you will see a wolf on one side and you will see a dog on the other side of the stream. You're having a current or flow coming between both pillars and you have a dog and you have a wolf 
you have God, you have flow, and you have current. Right there on the moon card. Right. So, you know, he could be, if this is getting that deep, he could be even referencing back to God. He thinks he's God manifesting, God manifesting into this reality. Uh, he could be playing off of like the stuff with the ritual. I'm not saying that it, it's purely uh, just a sexual thing. I'm saying that I think it's quite possible that's there for some very deep stuff. Well, you know, that, that that's a theme now nowadays with uh, everybody wanting to be God and become God. Right. Like, I mean, uh, that it's so it, it wouldn't surprise me if, if that was somehow embedded into the performance. Yeah. And, and even that card referencing back to the dog, that card in itself, I think, shows you and it's associated with the moon. The moon is associated with birthing things in the Kabbalah. It's known as like the. Uh, the reflection, it's like a, it's almost considered like a machine, in my opinion. It's like a projector that is really birthing us into reality here in Malkut. As crazy as that sounds, but it does even get that deep in Kabbalah with the moon. Um, so like the moon card, technically, in my opinion, can show you like the birthing of this reality, the birthing into this world, the, the stream and the current and the flow being reflected down to Malkuth. I was just saying before what I think you're seeing in the ritual is him. This is this is him being birthed into reality. So even if he's playing off the moon card, what I'm trying to say it is that he's showing the same thing I just said. We're seeing the black, the red, and then him showing up being birthed into this reality. Wow. Okay. It's the same thing the moon card is trying to show you, in my opinion. Right. Or how to get out of it as well. Mm -hmm. Um. Which is why I do think sometimes he uh, could be even the X that is on his chest. That is a symbol of a Malkuth. That is the symbol of crossing streams. That can even be the symbol of Osiris Risen. Mm. So he has that X on his chest. And when he comes out, he does also do that for a second. He holds his arms up like he is doing Osiris Risen. Sam Smith, you mean? Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. yes. Um, so... Yeah, I'm just saying right now, I think that he is showing you that I'm being birthed into this reality. Um, then I love it. I love it how he does. Hmm? He throws up this. There's even yes. a sound that what happens. What the hell was that about? Oh, this is going to get deep. This okay, is all right. This is what, what, what NY Patriot is showing for the people listening at home, right? I really, I really, really, I, I swear to, I, I really wish people will take what I'm about to say serious. I, okay. I really, I really wish because I think I say it, people think it's funny or it's silly, but people need to understand, like I'm, I'm being serious with this stuff. I right, think right. I'm not, this isn't like some stupid shit just to try to get clicks. Right. No, absolutely. Um, let, let, but let me, let me tell the people that, that this is an audio podcast We're we're, we're live right now. We typically don't do this, but you know, um, the bulk of the audience is audio, so they're not going to know. So it's, it's the okay symbol. Yes. Which has been in in the news uh, as of late because they call it a white supremacist symbol. There's a bunch of other stuff related to it. Okay, here we I'm go. Glad you, I'm glad you actually mentioned that. I just want you guys to know that that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the okay symbol. That's when uh, you have three three fingers standing up and the other two are the size of their make a circle. But anyway, go ahead, sir. Now, you even mentioned real quick uh, you white supremacist. Right. Now, if you think of the left pillar being black and the white pillar being white, and I just said before that male energy can just be sound or vibration. Right. This is even going to add into what I have to say. First off, I will go with yes. That could be 
666. And I do think he is using that because I just told you I watched him go from the third sphere to the fifth sphere. Now, unfortunately, people may not like to hear this. In Kabbalah, the sun, the numerical value of the sun, and this isn't even the most important thing I was getting at. The, the value for that is 666, Tiferet. Yeesh. So okay. he is now, I have seen three, five, and he's showing me six coming down the tree into manifestation, like I said from the beginning. Right. So he could be showing that. But the, this is where I take it very deep, and I think people need to start entertaining this thought. Look up the cochlea that's in your ear. Mm. Oh, God, I see it. I know, I, know, I know exactly where you're going. Go ahead. It is a spiral. It looks like almost like a snail, and then three things coming off of it. Right. We have these in our ears. And scientists will say, they even admit it, the hairs in there pick up frequencies from the moon. When these people throw this shit up, they are saying, you're listening to me. I am controlling you through sound. That's what these people are trying to tell you when they throw this up. Mm. People need to not sleep on that. I'm being serious. Okay. Why is that so important then? Why, why, why do, why telling you that this is, this, this is all just bullshit to make you ah. like neither listen to them, be shocked, yeah. fall in love with them, idolize them. A lot of times I think it's thrown up more for like idolization because you see a lot of politicians doing it. And politicians are being put up on pedestals like gods almost. And you see that was blatant and why Patriot. Yes. Like that, that there's no reason in hell why you do that unless you're doing it on purpose. Right. And, and like I said, I have, I have got you like you're in awe over me. That's right. what they're telling me when they right. do that, in my opinion. Right. No, no, no. I mean, so, so I, I did see him do that. And immediately I was like, come on there. They made, they told him to do this. You know, they did, you know, I mean, or he threw it up on his own. I'm, I'm not giving him yeah. enough credit. I, to, to be honest, I, I believe that he's totally controlled, right? And yeah. they tell him what to do. They tell him what to wear. They tell him what to think. They tell him what to say, what to sing, everything. That's what, uh, it's it's not even a, a, a conspiratorial thing. That's what the music business is. They get somebody and they do this with them. So, yeah, they're telling him what to do. But, I mean, this was blatant. When I saw them flash that sign up, I'm like, come on. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. And to even make it even to make it better, uh, as he throws that up, the lyrics and what he's even saying um, about uh, she'll kick you out if she ever knew. No, sorry. About all the and then dash. You tell me that you do dirty, dirty boy. So he's saying, tell me. And then after that, he says, you know, everyone is talking on the scene. I hear them whispering about the places that you've been. So he legit, what I'm saying is that this thing is about picking up frequency and sound. He throws that up and then talks about whispering and talking right after. Your ears. Right. So that, that was one I really just want to push that people pay a lot of attention to when it comes oh, no, to that. That, that, that. That's interesting. That's good advice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then there is even parts, in my opinion, when you start to even watch him dance, there is a time where he even starts to, I think he's doing the Kabbalistic cross as well. Mm -hmm. This is another thing where I was mentioning that, you know, some people saying like, oh, this may not be a ritual. You don't know what these dance moves. 
right. what they might be doing. Because there is a time where he does do that. And that is the Kabbalistic cross. You do that in the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram, the lesser banishing ritual of the hectogram, the invocations of those, the star ruby. They all have their own you know, versions of the Kabbalistic cross that you start and end with Damn. on those rituals. And this and is him doing the, the sign of the cross from his yes. head to his chest and his shoulders. And then after he does do that, mm -hmm. he goes like this and <laughs> like this. That is the polarity of the earth he, he just drew right there. Right. Okay. So I, I even think how do you how do you even watch television knowing what uh, you know? I couldn't do it. I don't know any of this stuff, right? So I'm sitting there. It's it's, it's you know I'm oblivious. I'm a, well, I know the 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 obvious stuff, you know. And I'm like, oh, he did that. But you, you're looking at all of these things and what they can possibly be. I, I wouldn't even be able to watch anything. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, like, I literally put on Netflix just to decode like stuff. So it's like, I, I, it's very hard for me. I probably say nine out of ten things that I watch, I get stuck in this mind frame when I'm looking. I believe at it. it. I believe it. It's very hard for me to uh, watch something and not start trying to break it down. Right. So maybe that's why I even went so obsessive with this. You know, right. and again, like I'm saying, I, I could be making some things, you know, uh, I think like some uh, Eric, one of my boys had mentioned to me that I think it was uh, Freud had even said sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. You know, <laughs> you know, you know sometimes that is a thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so but, but what I like to say, uh, patriot and I'm, I'm gonna throw it right back to you is like if if you don't want to get accused of being in the illuminati or being a satanist don't do satanist things don't yeah. do illuminati things right because while a cigar is a cigar uh, uh uh the devil is the devil right yeah. and and what are we supposed to think what perception are you trying to set right what what are we supposed to take from that performance right and sometimes you know, it's hidden in plain sight. So while while it may look like a cigar, if you dig a little deeper, it may not be that. Yeah. Right. So it's always uh, it's always beneficial to turn over the stone, even though there might be nothing under the stone. It's just nice to turn it over and see what you find. Go ahead, sir. And I also did even want to mention because uh, I had it in my notes and I don't want to forget it. Even when he makes that cross symbol again with his arms on his chest at one point, that is even done in the OTO Gnostic Mass after you if you take the wine and the cake of light, that is even a thing you do. So, you know, he could be showing something when he makes that symbol, you know? Right. Um, I just wanted, I didn't want to leave that out. I didn't want to leave out the OTO. I love pointing at them any chance I get. So uh, <laughs> now we get to a scene, right? Which I think is kind of pretty much showing a really a, a lot of times, in my opinion, these people will put on these performance and these rituals and the magic behind it. What I think, is people not understanding the uninitiated looking at this stuff and not seeing what they're showing. And then people will take that and think like people love them. People are cheering about them. I need to be like that so I can get liked. Or they just, they take ideas, they process it the wrong way and then re-emulate it right. to the world. So I even think a lot of the stuff I'm going to get into when it's also getting into the sex stuff, I think, if you the last few years, I think that has been a huge weapon right now uh, against humanity to try to start twisting and changing the, the mind, you know? Right. Um, so now we get to a scene that I just think is beautifully depicted going along with what I just said. There is a tranny in a jail cell. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, there is. <laughs> so now the idea, the, mis the, the, the twisted ideas of sexuality has you locked in a cell. Right. You are handcuffed to this world. The more labels you have, which again, uh, well, all right, let me just read the notes. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Uh, the training is jail cell. Uh, basically, the mind fuck of, of sexual identities and sexual behaviors. I think mm. that's what's going on a lot right now. I think the last few years that's been being pushed. We got, you know, uh, we got cross dressers reading books to kids and stuff like it's just getting wild out there. Um, the, you know, push to extremes. Uh, it's very bad when you start using, uh, you know, sex. It's a, it's a very good weapon to use in magic because it's easy for people to start slipping on that. That's just my opinion. Agreed. No, agreed. Now, now, before I mentioned the whole thing with the 666 and the cochlea in the ear, again, I'm going to go back to the sun again. That is the sixth sphere. Now, when you drop down to the eighth sphere right below it, going back to the left pillar, the sun is in the middle. That is like balance between the two pillars. Now you're going back down to the left pillar again, where I said that's all you start off with the mind, the body, and then like your thoughts. Labels is um, big with the bottom on the hode sphere, the orange sphere, which is where I think we're going right now. And I'll get into it, why I think that. Um, that sphere would be uh, Mercury, Toth, Hermes again, Raphael, people with caduceuses. There you go. They belong to that sphere of hode. And that is in the bottom of the left sphere. That is names, labels, identities. That's all the things we start making up ourselves. You know, that's like our, our, our mind. Our mind sometimes when it doesn't understand something to preserve the ego will start making sense of it. And then sometimes this is how you start getting crazy shit, you know, or crazy names you want to start making up for yourself, certain labels or identities, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, the symbol for hope. This sim, you know, the symbol that can be used for it, you go into any hermetic, Kabbalistic book. Any book with a magician has written or, you know, people use. Not the uh, traditional Hebrew Kabbalah, but the hermetic Kabbalah. The symbol for this sphere is a hermaphrodite. And now we have a training to Jelso. Right. So in my opinion, we have just dropped down from six to eight now. Mm. Okay. Hold. And again, like I said, that is a lot to do with uh, sex, too. When it comes to hold, my opinion, this is how you uh, can explain this on a deeper level. Coming into spirit, when you're at some point, I believe that we're spirit and then we're birthed into physical reality. Right. In the spirit, I don't think we're having sex. We're not worried about that. We can't do that. But birthed into flesh, now we have that option. Right. So I even think Hode gets as deep as that, is that actually the removal of the flesh are coming into it as well. Like fully, now uh, the idea, the form of man is almost fully done and we're splitting into two sexes and then we're going to birth out the possibility. You know, that's what's going on there. Coming down the tree, going up the tree, I think it's actually the removal of the flesh and then sex is not an option anymore in the way that we think of sex. That's how deep I think that sphere can get. Wow. Quick um, question on that, on the descent from the tree. Does it, does it uh, have anything to do with, or do, does it bear any similarities of, of Horace's descent 
from the sun. Yeah. I think Horus, Horus, I think uh, it's a good story. It's my opinion. It is about the kind of like the child that has realized that the whole world uh, due to even family members, almost like the Gita in a, in a, in a sense where, um, where that, that dude is standing in the middle of the battlefield and he is like looking at his family members, teachers, neighbors, all the people uh -huh. that have built up the world around him and everybody that you have taken the ideas and beliefs of and constructed your own self with right. you're realizing might actually be based on lies, even though it wasn't done out of the, you know, done out of malice. Malicious. Because, yeah. It was just people misunderstanding, you know, at some point, when does even someone like a mother, where do you encroach? Like when does your love start even encroaching on someone's will? And at this point you're talking about the Bhagavad Advad Gita, right? Yeah, well, or, uh, yeah, and and what I'm getting at, even with Horace, I I do think the story of him is realizing that I've been sold a pack of lies, mm. regardless of how it happened. He has his spear. He rises up in the mine. He slices the veil, and comes to know the truth and knowledge, and is illuminated. Right. So I think that's what's going on with Horace. I even think that's what's going on in the Gita, technically. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, I forgot what how we got there. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, that was me. I asked that question. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> um, so then, <clears throat> again, like I said, uh, I even think just sometimes this stuff is even being done on stage because they are actually showing you um, them coming down the tree, and since the hermaphrodites the symbol, we're going to throw a tranny up on stage. People are not going to realize what's going on, just like Shakespeare. Shakespeare used cross-dressers. Shakespeare was doing the same thing that's being done here. He's showing you a mixture of energies mm -hmm. with a male wearing female clothes. He's showing you the same thing as, that's as the trainer, as Kim Petra right now. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, Kim Petra is a transsexual. Yes. Okay. So that's what I think is being shown here. Mm -hmm. I think it's been being done since Shakespeare, and it's been misunderstood and taken on as a sexual identity instead of an archetype or an idea of spirituality. Now, this is interesting. You bring up Shakespeare, and um, there are some people that believe that Shakespeare wasn't one person, that he was multiple people that came together to put forth whatever they put forth. Yes. I, um, I think it's quite possible Francis Bacon was one of them, and he is mentioned in the OTO Gnostic Mass as a saint to those. Wow. Okay. Well, that's what I was going to ask, you know, like uh, what, what, what your opinion on that was. It's like a Tons of people coming together to put together this Sam I mean, like two or three people probably writing some deeply occulted stuff. That's incredible. That's yeah. incredible. I love that theory. Um, yeah. anyway, go ahead. Take it away. Sorry. Um, and I guess to, uh, like I was saying, uh, to prove my point even more right. with what I think is showing you him dropping down from the sun to Hode. Um, next, you see after Kim Petra does her thing which I'm going to get back to. Um, I'm going to say just right now, they do mention Balenciaga and they do mention Rihanna. I didn't get into that. Um, but they, it is mentioned in the lyrics. And in my opinion, from some of the stuff I did see with Rihanna, I actually am questioning, believe it or not, I think this is a continuation. Uh, her ritual is a continuation over this so far. You think the Super Bowl performance was a continuation? Yes. yes. I, I think she's actually dropping down farther on the tree that they didn't go. I think she's continuing from this and then dropping down to the moon, which if that's the case, I hate that's not, explain. It's getting mad. That's bit. getting bad because in my opinion, they're actually showing us that something is going to get birthed into here. 
It's Explain that a little bit because Rihanna was on, and this is the Super Bowl performance. Rihanna started off this super on on a pedestal, all the way on the top, and it, it descended on both sides. I didn't count what it was or whatever, but but what's the? I mean, and I did think it was weird. I think it was that showing was a lot wearing that red that red getup. Well, again, that I think goes back to the moon card. In a sense, this is going to sound silly. There's a lobster-looking thing on the bottom of the moon card. Red <laughs> Okay. She looked like that, but a lot of, believe it or not, I, one, just being in red, she's automatically showing you she's at least the Scarlet Whore, the Scarlet Witch. She has something to do with birthing right. into reality. And then she's on a lot of mirrors, which in my opinion, opinion mirrors, silver, you could even get a little bit of gray, is associated with the moon and your sword, which is now the ninth sphere. So in my opinion, she's taking off from the eighth and dropping down to the ninth now. So okay, or I could be wrong. I just I haven't. Yeah, this is this is your your take on it. We understand that, and and um, she was pregnant, is pregnant also, honestly. which goes along again with the moon again. Right. All right, go ahead, take it away, sir. Um, yeah, to prove my point more that I think he is dropping down from the sixth sphere to the eighth sphere. Uh, after Kim Petra is done, you will see him pop up now with the hat and devil horns. And he has a cane. Well, the tarot card that goes between the sixth sphere and the eighth sphere is the devil card. It falls on that line. So I think they're showing you what's going on. I think right. he dropped from six to eight. Hmm. Um, and to even talk on that. That's crazy, bro. Anyway, go ahead. Um, the Mercury. Mercury, when you're looking at the tree... You have Saturn, the third sphere. Then you have the blue sphere. That is Chesed. That can be Jupiter. Then you have red, Mars, the sun, Tiferet. And then I'm going to this orange one on the bottom, Hode. All the way across from it. You will pass through the sun and then go to the the other end of the tree. You have, you have Jupiter and then you have Mercury. Mercury is a lower arc of Jupiter. Jupiter is abundance. It's a bunch of energy, expansion. Mercury is now the lower arc of that being put into form. Those are both male energies still. The bottom one, the left one, the number eight sphere, that is the prince. Mm. He's not fully a man yet. That's why he's got some lady in him. Yeah. He hasn't risen up to be a complete man and totally in control of himself. Hence why I think prince changed his symbol to something that looked like Venus and Mercury put together and was very androgynous. He did that on purpose. Yeah. Prince, he is showing you that sphere. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that was my way of trying to explain, you know, even symbolism with that. Prince um, is the greatest of all time. Yeah. Prove me wrong. No, I'm not. I'm not. That, the guy was not like, you. And I'm just talking in general. Anyone who wants to, anyone. Come and debate me on that. He is the greatest of all time. Anyway, go ahead. But that man was a genius. Ah, absolutely. You know, he's, he's I, not, not that no matter what. He's he's a, an absolute genius, the greatest of all time. Uh, I I listen to Prince every freaking day. Anyway, go ahead, sir. All right. Um. Oh, and then if you think about even what the devil card is, that is like you know you get this devil looking dude. Sometimes on the tarot cards, he's even stand, standing on it. Could be a double cubed altar, which is what's used in magic—a double cubed uh, altar. Right. 
or sometimes it just looks like he's standing on a box. But to me, you know, and then you have these people, you'll have a male and a female. Again, the card that is going into the sphere that I think actually constructs the sexes is showing one animal or beast or the devil. And then below them is a female and a male with shackles on, but they're loose. You can take them right off. But you were just in awe with this guy up on his soapbox entertaining you, just like what's going on right now here. So we're just being shown that again as it's uh, dropping down. I think, you know, they're showing you the idolization. Even the sexual depravity, I think, is even involved with the devil card coming down the tree. Going Mm -hmm. up the tree, I think you're separating that. But coming down the tree, that's what that card, I think, is kind of showing. Um, you know, and like I said, they can take those chains off anytime they want. Right. It's just that people don't realize how much, and you know, I'm not, I, it happens to me too. Uh, we all have our vices, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We all, we all slip back and sometimes some people just take those vices and they will run with them and they becomes a negative thing in their life. Right. Comes a vice. So I, I think it is just as easy as that, that, that they're even showing you. I mean, I, Actors, politicians, performers, they got everybody in awe lately. Everybody's just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> You're not kidding. <laughs> so- <laughs> the trance. Every, everybody's in a trance. Uh, okay. So, yeah. And like I'm saying, it, like I do think that, that uh, even heading to that sphere, uh, you know, does deal with sex. Um, I also wanted to mention in Magic, I was I kind of should have brought it up before when I was talking about the prince and the king. But there is the yad hey vod hey formula of the tetragrammaton. What is that? yad hey vod hey. Right. Fire, water, air, earth, king, queen, prince, princess. Okay. Both two male, two feminine. That's coming down the tree, coming into form. Again, eight would be the prince. Uh, four would be the king, and then seven on the other side would be the prince, and then three. So it's actually making an X again, mm. even showing that on the tree when you want to start making lines of the king and the queen, you know, the prince and whatever. You will get an X. You will form an X. So I even do think, basically what I'm getting at is I do think like that formula is even being used in this stuff. Right. Um. Oh, let me see. Uh, I'm sorry. I just lost my, uh, yeah, the prince actually, yeah. And the prince again, it falls on hold Mercury and is the symbol for the hermaphrodite, not fully a man. That's why I went on. Sorry. But I just did want to mention that. I do think that is like the yad, hey, vod, hey formula. Um, oh, he has a scepter as well in his hand when he's performing. Now, again, with going back, and this is why I wrote up the yad, hey, vod, hey formula. You are seeing, I think, the prince and partially the king here. When you start going up the tree now, if you're, I was telling you how you were in Hod and you're the hermaphrodite, and then the devil card is what connects the sun to Hod. If you want to go from the sun now up to the king and you want to go straight to Chesed or Jupiter, you get the hermit card. And the symbol for Jupiter is a king sitting in his throne with his scepter. Mm. So the scepter in his hand, I think, is a reflection of Chesed or Jupiter as he's into the lower arc of Mercury and the hermaphrodite here. Yeah. Um, 
to get even weirder now with Kim Petra being in that jail cell. If you go look at the her the hermit card, which is the card that falls on the line that takes you from the sun now up to uh, Chesed, that's the hermit card. Every time you see that card, if people go look it up now, the hermit card, it is never, very rarely, a flame in his lamp. It is a ball or a glowing orb for the most part, or sometimes it will almost even look like a crystal hanging in there and they're legit showing you light reflecting. But that lamp is very, unless in my opinion, they depicted it wrong in their art. It's not going to be a flame. And the reason I'm going to say that is because as you're going up, when you're going from the eighth sphere and you go to the sun, that is associated with Leo, not Aries. Aries is like the big bang and explosion powerful raw energy leo is focused and uh being put into form a concentration so as you cross leo that flame is now into an orb in a focused light instead of an explosion so that's why the hermit is holding a lamp without a flame but an orb in it if you go and look at some depictions of sometimes the way people just can draw their lamps, it doesn't look much different than the thing Kim Petra is sitting in with the bulb hanging from the top of it. That literally, in my opinion, could be the lamp that the hermit is holding. Wow. <laughs> you went in, you went deep on this, sir. I tried. <laughs> you didn't try, you did. Anyway, go ahead, finish up. Give me the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm almost. I'm actually almost starting to uh, finish off. So. Um, we want everything. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm making the whole sure. deal. All right. Uh, yeah. So I mentioned. Yeah. The cane. So I, I do think what we're seeing really is kind of like what I was mentioning before. Uh, the one part I was saying, like the black and the red, you're seeing that bringing um, the left pillar, bringing things into reality, into form. And now I think even with what I'm saying with that, if that is the lamp and then that is the hermit card and then the devil card, you're even seeing the other side now, even though it's going across the tree, coming down into manifestation. Mm. So I really do think you're just seeing a crossing or a connections of energies right. being brought down. And that's what I think that they're showing in this whole thing. For the, for the most part, I think it's just one elaborate uh, ritual that they're showing this person coming down into manifestation. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to find my last page here. Uh, uh, yeah, I think actually I, I kind of um, left it at, at that because mm -hmm. right after that, after she gets done singing, he is just standing there with the, the cane and the hat on. And everybody goes around him and he like sinks into the floor. Um, in my opinion, this performance was just showing again. This is what I was getting at earlier. People who understand right. how occult science works, how, um, you know, occultists were scientists before they were scientists. Right. <laughs> I think uh, very few people really understand how this world works they like to brag about it they put on these performances and they put it out in a way that they show you the vices of magic people don't know it's the vice they look at it and fall in love with it 
It's what I'm trying to say is that they actually are showing you deep stuff, but painting it in a way to trick you, fool you, either make you think you figured it out and you don't, and then you're just believing incorrect occult symbolism, or you're falling in love with it and want to, you know, resemble it somehow, right. or they became an idol to you. Right. It's all about, I really think, believe it or not, you, for all I know, they could be like MK altering Sam Smith, and this is a performance to show that, like, you know, that's what they're doing, or he knows of occult magic. Like, if Sam Smith was involved with doing this, which I really don't think he was, but if he was, this could be even a way of bragging rights, which wow. is what I think Jay Z and what I think Kanye West actually do a lot. They're more of the bragging rights when they're throwing up their symbols, saying their funny things, right. making up their names for themselves. These are bragging about what they understand so others know how great they are in the occult community and know that, like, yes, we're part of the club. What Even do if I don't mean? see you at the lodge right. or I don't see you somewhere, the <laughs> things I say and that I do, the signs I throw up. Listen, I do that myself on my own podcast. I wear clothes, my logo, all that stuff. I, I tell on myself all the time. This shit behind me is there for a reason. It means something to me. <laughs> I swear to God, all this stuff means something to me. Right. And the reason I do it is so when somebody watches my show, if they're an occultist and if they understand, they say this dude isn't talking shit because of the symbolism in his logo and what's behind him. Right, 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 right. They know I'm not fake. That's why I do it, which is why I think these people do this stuff. If me, some jerk off with a microphone does it on the most minimal scale, <laughs> you tell me these people don't who have egos 10 times bigger than me? Mm, mm. <laughs> big, big. That's big there. You know, um, I was going to ask you, bro, like, what do you think of Kanye West saying they can control Shaq? They can control... Uh, Charles Barkley, they can control Jay-Z and Beyonce, but they cannot control me, he said. You know, he this was very recent. Yeah. You know, and and uh, I don't know. I, I'm at, at a crossroads with this, you know, in, in, in my belief of how much he knows and how involved he is, right? With, with Jay, I think Jay's on a different level. I think you're right. I think Jay is, is, is aware. You know, uh, I think he is. There's no other reason to explain his astronomical rise to the top of music. There's he's, just no other way to answer. He is not a dumb man at all. No. Uh, it, either is, I think the problem with Kanye, and I've said this before uh, multiple times, right. I don't know, this is just my opinion for me practicing magic, and is why I stopped to an extent for the most part. I'll go into deep meditations, but I don't take myself as far out there as I could because it will start screwing up your head. Mm-hmm. You'll start getting a little loopy and you'll start saying things like Kanye West does. Right, right. Wow. Or if it's being done to you, like MK Ultra style stuff, being controlled, you're getting your brain fractured, your mind fractured constantly when they're doing whatever they do. You're going to act like him anyway. So I, I you know, I don't know which one it is, but it definitely has to do with magic, regardless, I think. So would you would you say that magic overall is not meant for humans to dabble in? Mm. are we not mature enough as a species to be able to handle it that's a better way to say it right now you know and i have often i've, I've tossed that idea around a lot with right. myself and it's even something that i struggle even with my own show i'll be totally honest um you know 
uh, magic for me, you know, when I had my magical experiences, I was by myself. You know, I was not at a lodge. I was not in the OTO. Um, and there was a lot of things that after the fact scared the living shit out of me. I'll be totally honest with you. You know, as a man, I'll, I'll admit I was scared to death with a few things that happened. Um, but I had to figure that stuff out on my own. And it was a little scary at times. And it kind of, you know, I feel bad for whoever I was trying to even talk to within that two or three day period when I was going through a lot of crap because I probably wasn't making sense because I couldn't even like text as fast as I was thinking. Like I was actually very screwed up mentally trying to figure out like what the fuck just happened. And I'm having all these flutters of ideas and like symbols that I've looked at in the past that I didn't understand. I'm starting to see what they mean. I'm starting to see like multiple connections, like everything, like a spider web starting to come together that it can get really freaky. So I have often struggled with the idea of like, you know, luckily I was by myself for one, because I, if I had someone who told me what my experience was, they could have lied to me and used me. Right. But luckily, even though it was hard and frightening, I had to figure it out on my own. That is the difference between knowledge and faith. Faith, you are going on something that someone told you without any proof. Right. Knowledge is having an experience where it becomes a knowing. So magic, in my, my opinion, if used correctly, can be used for knowing and the most beautiful, enlightening experiences. But to force that on somebody, I don't agree with. And to even start guiding people on how to practice that when they don't understand the depths of magic. Unfortunately, I don't agree with that either. I don't think it's a good thing. So unfortunately, in my opinion, I don't think humanity is ready yet to fully understand and to even practice magic, even in a good way, yeah. unfortunately. Because I think it would scare, frighten a lot of people. If you've ever seen Midnight Mass on Netflix, when these people take the strength from the priest and they die, because I'm telling you also, this is my opinion, and I've said it before, that is a part of magic. If you really want to practice serious magic, you are dying literally to the flesh for a few seconds. Mm. These are NDEs, just like OA, the show OA, Original Angel. Those people were dying. They were getting drowned. They're having out-of-body experiences and coming back. That is magic. You start jumping timelines and things and you start knowing new shit. That is magic. I do not see people, in my opinion, will act like what they did in Midnight Mass. They'll come back. They'll not understand what's going on and they'll turn into like vampire zombies and either kill themselves or others. I do think that if people don't fully understand what the experience was, you could actually snap someone's mind with magic and they will, you will get serial killers. You'll get rapists. Yeah. I don't think you're wrong. I I, I don't uh, I don't know if um, you and know. You know what the problem is? I really hate to say it, and I was saying it before, and I'm not trying to be. I'm not knocking anyone in specific specifically at all either. It's just unfortunately, and this is one of the reasons why I made my podcast too, is that even for myself, things that I had listened to before I got into magic shows or you know things on based on the decoding and conspiracies. Right. And then getting into magic and then coming back and listening to it again. I'm not trying to be an asshole. The shit's so far off from the truth. Sometimes it's almost a lie. Right. So humanity 
the idea that they even think about occultism and magic is like 90% wrong anyway. Right. Maybe more. Yeah. So it's just like, do you think there's it's a hard been- battle because people who think that they're being illuminated with knowledge are actually being sold like the most mundane, almost lie of Tell what me about it, bro. deep meaning is. I mean, I'll get into it real quick. I don't want to take you. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Longer. But even the whole idea of this performance, the unholy. Right. And what I was saying about him being birthed into this reality Take the tourist field. Again, again, I'll mention Santos Bonacci again because I just I did notice it recently. He even does go into, he's showing you the Toyota field, how it's the apple, how it's like that is the thing of our existence. Right. There is a hole inside that thing. This shirt that I am wearing, that eclipse, that is what I see in my mind's eye yeah. before I jump out. And that is exactly the thing on top of Tote's head. Again, on that eighth sphere, it looks like a crest. It's not the same way that a moon waxes and wanes. The crest is a different way. Right. My experiences with magic, this circle right here starts to glow like a black sun, Nazi symbolism, the black sun, and it starts to open up from the bottom to the top. The all-seeing eye opening up. You're going into the middle of that toroidal field. And you're fucking with time and space. Unholy. This guy's talking about fucking around with that shit. Or whoever made this performance. <laughs> right, right. Wow, wow, man. Deep cuts. Deep cuts by NY Patriot. He took some time. <laughs> he went in. Break out your pads and pens. Rewind it. And, and, and take notes. I, I hope it made sense to somebody who listened. Well, I mean, I, I, it, it, you did a good job at keeping it, keeping it palatable, even I though there's try, a lot, actually, a lot of names that that I don't understand. You know that I'll go back and research, but you allow for that to happen, right? So people can go back I, and, and. I highly, I highly suggest for mm-hmm. real. If you're, if your listeners do that stuff, please go check everything I was saying because then when you start actually seeing it making sense in front of you, again, it's still a. A faith because you're taking it on my knowledge but like maybe when you actually see it in front of you mm-hmm. you almost start to become a little bit closer to a knowing and being like okay wow like for real I'm, I'm not pulling this stuff out of my ass please go check everything i said and check the tree of life and check the tarot cards and you'll probably be like okay this guy wasn't making it up right no and and, and, uh, and, and i think when people do that right it just helps it's because it's like all right i sort for myself of course I, I tasted salmon. I didn't go by the word of my friend telling me it was good. Right. I actually tried it myself. And it I know good. what salmon tastes like now. It was a bit overcooked. Yeah. But, it was still but you good. know what I'm getting at, though. The difference <laughs> between knowledge and faith. No, so. absolutely. No, but, th- you know, is there real knowledge? Is yes. there real knowing? Yes. yes. I, okay. I believe, Let me I rephrase. Believe. Let me rephrase. Mm-hmm. Has humanity gotten to the point of real knowing? Real and true knowing. I don't know. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Is, is there a, a, um, one truth? I think there is. Absolutely. Um, or do we know that? No, we don't. But we have faith. I think that's what this entire existence is about. Yes, yes, yes. That is, that's exactly what I was saying before. Even right. with that third sphere of being, I hate to start throwing in words you probably don't know again. That's what's <laughs> birthing you into this world. Right. The vice of that sphere mm-hmm. is faith right? because you don't know anymore. Everything's based on faith. 
Right. Now, I'm not trying to say it's a bad thing, but it, it also no, it's not. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, yes. Beautiful, yes. beautiful experience, what we're experiencing right now. Because faith will bring you to sometimes knowing. Right. That's the passion that's going to help you get there is that right. faith. Right. I agree, man. I agree. Excellent, excellent show. Let, let, me, let me ask you about the caduceus. Yes. People tell me that that's evil. I don't believe that. No. no tell I me, that tell I me why not. Uh, in my opinion... That would be showing the Kundalini rising. Uh, in my opinion, the Caduceus really does show the breaking out of the flesh and going into the spirit. Right. You have the both. Remember, I was saying before, our our existence, in my opinion, is a love dance of male and female energies, just spinning positive around. and negative. Just spinning and yes, right. going back up it. Right. You are undoing your dance. You're going back in time before you were in the flesh, when you were a spirit, in more pure form, right. closer to God. Right. If you remove the flesh and you go into spirit, you're getting closer to God. It's not right. getting worse. Right. So in my opinion, that, that actual, that symbol, if you're looking at it as, as going up spiritually, it's beautiful. No, I, I, I it's look at it that way. It's, it's your, it could be your, your want to understand God more. Right. Your want to have a relationship with God. I that, agree. That, that can show that. I totally agree. Uh, no, no. I saw so-and-so God held it in his hand. No good. Right. Just because you don't understand. I, I completely agree with you. I couldn't agree more. Mr. NY Patriot, thank you for coming on The Infinite Friend and breaking this down for us. We needed this. We didn't know what the hell was going on. All right. So thank you for coming in and, and blessing us with some knowledge. Hey, uh, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, have the uh, NY Patriot show. And I have the occult rejects and the spiritual gangsters. The spiritual gangsters a little bit more of just guests telling their spiritual stories and things that they've gone through in their life. Mm. I have the NY Patriot show where I do normally just have guests on and I'm starting to cover topics, like I said. And then the occult rejects uh, is more deeper topics, deep dives. It's available, BitChute, YouTube, and all major podcasts. Fantastic. What an excellent job you did. Hold on for Thank just you. a second. Do not hang up. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Billy the Kid, bang, bang, and we brought you another banger, ladies and gents. You know what's going on on television. You know what these people are trying to do, all right? At this point, it's getting harder and harder to argue in the other direction. Freaking Sam Smith is getting up there, putting on satanic rituals. Rihanna's <laughs> doing whatever the hell she's doing. I don't know. Madonna looks like a goat. You know what you <laughs> <laughs> So keep your eyes open, you know, and, and if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, which I don't, but Mr. Patriot does here. And uh, and he lent me his glasses. So I got to look a little bit, you know, and, and, and see what was going on. And now you guys did, too. So uh, make up your own mind. Do your own research. And uh, let's stay together. Let's try to figure this out. And let's not get wrapped with whatever we see, whatever they're presenting us, you know, because uh, typically it's to their advantage, not ours. All right. Make sure you check me out. The Infinite Fringe .com and The Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcast. And of course, America Unplugged every Saturday. 12 p.m. Eastern on Rockfin, AmericaUnplugged.com and AmericaUnpluggedRadio.com. You can find it anywhere you can find podcasts as well. Give us a five-star rating with Mr. Tony Arterburn and Don Jeffries, the legendary. All right, we're getting up out of here. Take it easy now. I'm going to end the broadcast. Don't burn the place down while I'm gone. Bye-bye.